you're listening to the Growth Over Fear podcast, where we help you overcome your fears, lean into growth, and learn tangible skills to live a more fulfilled, healthy life. I'm your host, Sarah Martin, personal trainer and online fitness coach. If you're wanting to gain confidence in who you are, let go of your fears, and feel proud and energized to live a life you love, then this show is for you. Now, let's get started. Hello, hello. Yes, I'm finally back. I'm so sorry. Sorry for the two-week craziness. I was traveling and then I actually ended up feeling a little run down, a little sick this past week. And now I'm finally feeling so much better and my energy is getting back. So here is our next episode and I'm so excited to be here with you all. I hope you are having an awesome fall time doing some fall activities. It's actually Halloween today, so happy Halloween. And I hope you are, yeah, going trick-or-treating with me, your kids, or you dressed up this past weekend and had a good time. Jeff and I dressed up as men in black, so that was that was fun. We went to a little party and actually kind of funny story. I write such a simple costume. I'm all about simple. But he had the tux from a wedding he was in and I, you know, just went to Goodwill and picked up some things, but I never actually saw the movie. I know, I know. It actually was made when I was born. (laughs) So, and I just never watched it. I don't know why, but I finally watched it and I thought it was great. We watched the second one. We're just going to watch them all. Um, But yeah, it was really, really fun. So happy Halloween. And this episode, we are talking about self-discipline and motivation. Yes, I know we all struggle with it. The discipline to whatever it is, whatever goals you have, whether it's exercise, getting your work done, maybe you're in school, getting, studying for a test, whatever it is, we're going to talk all about discipline and the difference between that and motivation. But As we're starting each episode now with a quote, I want to share with you a positive quote, and it is by Oprah Winfrey. It is, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. So, so true. So, so true. We become exactly what we are capable of achieving, right? If we believe we can be successful, we will create that vision for us to be successful. So I love that quote. It's a nice little positivity to start our episode off. But let's talk about motivation and how it comes and goes. You know, many clients will be like, Sarah, I'm just not motivated. And that is okay. That's so normal. Like that is human. I'm not motivated all the time either. And But it seems like, right, you'll, I mean, you just look on social media nowadays and you'll just see people are doing all the things, their house is clean, they show, right, it's the highlight reel, you see all these good things, so it makes you feel like, wow, how are they motivated all the time? But reality is, we all struggle with motivation and have highs and lows throughout our life. So just a great reminder for that, because I struggle with it all the time. I'm like, well, I don't feel like doing that. (laughs) But I have the discipline to push me through whatever it is that I need to get done because I have these tools in place, right? Motivation is what gets us going and self-discipline is what keeps us going when that motivation is low. 
So we need a combination of them both. So let's kind of go over the definition. So motivation is the reason or reasons for which humans initiate, continue, or terminate a behavior at a given time. So essentially, it's why a person does something or our willingness to do something. It's that drive. If we have the drive to do it, we'll do it. And right, that comes and goes depending on our motive. And if you've ever taken a psychology course, you're probably familiar with Maslow's um, hierarchy of needs. So that's the five categories of human needs that dictate an individual's behavior. So it's a pyramid and it has five categories. The lowest on the pyramid um, is our physiological needs. So whether you believe this or not, I just wanted to go over it. But the first part is our air, water, food, right? Our essential needs that we need. And then the second part or second category is safety, our security, our jobs, our health. And then the third one is like love and belonging. So feeling supported. So community, our family, our friends. Next one, number four is esteem. So that is our self-esteem. So like our respect, our strength. And then our self-actualization is the top category. And that is the tip of the pyramid. And that is the desire to become the best we can be. So I believe we can kind of create, look at our motivation and where is it stemming from? Like what need is it under in that pyramid is a kind of a interesting thing to look at. Um, right. If we're really hungry, obviously we have a lot of motivation to get food or cook food. Um, but yeah, something to look into more. I'll post in the show notes and then self-discipline. The definition for that is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome one's weaknesses or the ability to pursue what one thinks is right, despite temptations to abandon it. So I believe that it's a, the discipline is almost like the bridge between bouts of motivation. So like I was saying before, it's what gets us, gets us up in the morning. Like we have the discipline to do it, discipline to go to work, um, or go work out because we build that habit. So when it, when our motivation's low, we need that discipline to get us onto the next thing, onto the next goal. And I understand it isn't ingrained in all of us. We have to develop it over time with discipline. And I think it really depends on the category of what we're talking about. Um, right. There's more discipline in some areas of your life than others. And that's totally normal, but it becomes a habit. We learn how to have the discipline. It's almost like we strengthen that muscle essentially. For example, exercise, right? I hear this all the time. We're going to the gym. We need the motivation to get us there. Then it develops as a habit. We you know, in the beginning, you have all these high goals. And you're like, I'm so motivated. I want, you know, this body or I want to, you know, get stronger, or run a marathon. So you have the motivation is really high when you have all those goals. You start going and it's just a day, you know, it's a habit. You have like three days a week or whatever you're doing. Then all of a sudden one day you're like, I don't feel like going. 
<laughs> and yeah, the motivation's low. You're kind of getting tired of, or like, it's just one of those days. And that's when discipline will get you to show up when you don't want to do it. You, you have to like pull deep and it's just automatic. It becomes a habit. Or for example, putting your phone down before bed. You might have motivation to get up early and put your phone down, you know, 30 minutes before because you're like, this is going to affect my sleep. Or you just have the discipline to put it away an hour before. Or the discipline to not eat the chocolate after dinner each night or the ice cream or something like that. You might have motivation for, you know, two weeks and then you're like, you know, you you want it. <laughs> you don't have the discipline in place yet. Because let's be honest, there's so many tasks that we might have that we just do not like to do. We don't want to do it, whether it's mean chores like dishes or laundry. But it's just one of the things we have to do. So it, it can be many, many areas of our life that it shows up that we need the discipline. But when it comes to fitness or health goals, time and time again, we need to revisit our goals and examine them to make sure we haven't lost our why, why we started in the first place, what got us started. So revisiting our why is so, so important in that area of your life. Whatever goal you're trying to achieve and you're not feeling motivated to do it. And um, yeah, why you start in the first place to get you that motivation. I believe like a huge motivation killer tends to be boredom for a lot of people. And they, right, a lot of people need variety, right? They, they we don't strive on, all right, same thing, keep it going. And they get tired of it. So we got to keep it exciting. And I think what really helps with that, whether it's nutrition, exercise, going to the gym, is creating a s- small goals for yourself or small challenges. I do this with my clients often where we'll pick a small goal each week and just strive for that. That keeps them driving to be better, do better, and strive for 1% better each day, right? Like setting those small, simple goals will keep, keep you going. Um, another idea is, yeah, like a challenge. So you could do like a monthly challenge or a weekly challenge. And I don't mean like a weight loss challenge or like, um, something like that. It's more so like, like it could be drinking 64 ounces of water, reaching your eight hour night's sleep each night. Or, you know, your 20 minute walk twice a week, just setting yourself small goals for the week, for the day, for the month, whatever works best for you. And it can be even smaller than that. Like if you're like, I need to get better at my pushups and I need to do like 10 pushups, pushups a day. Start with one, one pushup a day. Like that adds up. And like, I think we overlook how small these little things can be to give you those big results. I had a client once that did one pull-up each day and plus our sessions, we would, you know, focus on her pull-ups because that was just a big goal of hers. And she got so much stronger and her group got so much better from incorporating that one pull-up day. Like it makes a difference, folks. So think about those small little things you can, you can do to keep 
keep you striving and keep you disciplined with whatever goal you're trying to achieve. And then another thing is about 40 to 45% of our behaviors are habit driven. We just do it. We just do it automatically without even thinking about it. 40 to 45%. So that just shows you habits are everything. So starting with mini, little mini habits. Well, and building that routine and just use that to process what, what the habit would look like. All right, allows you to get used to what that new routine might look like for you. So like I said, one push-up, five-minute walk. Just start with many, many habits that may not seem like, like it's so easy that like you can't just not do it. Like doing your dish right after you eat (laughs) so that your dishes don't pile up. That's just one little habit to get into. Um, And then this is my favorite thing too to think about. It's almost like in the morning is the best time to do whatever thing you're dreading, do it first thing in the morning. So if you're dreading to work on this project, to send an email, do it like the first few hours of your day. It's going to pay off because you're when you do the hardest task on your to-do list first, the rest of your day will feel like a piece of cake. It'll feel much easier. Think about the people that you know that wake up at 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. This is me. (laughs) But think of those people that go to the gym really early. They may not be super enthusiastic to go to the gym at that time every day, but they look at it as they have to and they get to do that. It's part of their lifestyle. So think of whatever habits you're trying to build and think of the person you need to be to achieve that. It's kind of like that saying, you know, fake it till you make it. But rather than faking it, just be it. Just do it. So creating that lifestyle that you believe you would need to have to create the habit and routine that you need to. Plus, you're going to feel much more accomplished and flex those discipline muscles each time you do the mini habit. You're going to become more confident in your little habits, more confident. And you'll also feel more, you'll do a little bit more each time, whether it's, you know, working on your course that you've been putting off or, you know, writing your book or (laughs) whatever it may be. You're going to do a little bit more because you're already working that discipline muscle. It's just what you do. And I think that's the biggest thing that has helped myself personally is looking, taking time to reflect and being like, what is my future desired level of fitness and health look like? What does my future self look like? And identify that. What does she eat? What is she, who is she surrounded by? What does her habits look like? That's a great reflection and journal prompt to like dive deep into and really ask yourself those questions. Because that is essentially how you'll be showing up if you want to create that discipline. It first starts within you to have the drive to do it and the why. So going back to discovering your why, revisiting that. Many times people are like, how do you just, how do you stay so consistent? Well, one, right, is my passion. I love it. And I know it's not everyone's. But most importantly, it's just what I do. Like whatever your goal is, 
visualize the person you need to be to achieve that. And then you'll come to a point where it's like, it's just part of my life. This is what I do. Another few tips I have as well when it comes to creating discipline and relying on that for the motivation is to create a time management schedule. So a great one to do is one task for 25 minutes and then have a five minute break. So if you're someone that works from home, this is wonderful to do. Set a timer, 25 minutes, do all your things that you need to do. And then the next five minutes, your timer's off. Next five minutes, movement break, right? Go for a walk around the house. Maybe do some stretches. Maybe do some squats, maybe some push-ups, Or take that five minutes to just breathe. Whatever kind of thing you've been putting off, get started on that in the five minutes. So I really love that one, especially for those folks that work from home and just struggle with, you know, maybe they're looking at their phone during little breaks. Rather than that, choose, you know, to do some movement in between. And then the next one is the five second rule. So who, I'm sure some of you have heard this. One of my favorite ones to talk about with clients and one that I use oftentimes because it's just so simple. So it's by Mel Robbins. If you have not heard of her, definitely check out her materials. She's very, she's wonderful. Very great for personal development. But she came up with the five second rule and that's just when we push ourselves out of our head and into action by counting down from five, four, three, two, and by the time you get to one, you're taking that immediate action towards the goal or habit that you're trying to build. So (laughs) it's just great to like force you to make a five second decision. And this works best for those more, you know, simple decisions. Um, Obviously not like really complex and big ones that you need to overthink, but just things like putting the laundry away. All right, count down five, four, three, two, and then by one, make that decision. Are you putting it away or not? And just go with whatever you decide at that time and not feel guilty about it. So that's another great one. If like to work for, to work towards, like if you're having low motivation with little things throughout your day. Or, yeah, going for a walk. Try it out. Let me know if it goes well. I will post in the show notes as well so you can check out her material and actual her book that she talks about this. So, and then the last final two tips I have is is having a backup plan. So, things come our way all the time. Maybe we forgot our gym clothes. Maybe we forgot our shoes. Things happen. Things come up. Maybe you're trying to eat healthier and then you are going to a party and you don't know what they're going to have. The best thing to do is just have a plan. Always have a plan, a backup plan. Okay, maybe I'll, I know I'm going to party tonight. I'm going to have a snack. I'm going to have maybe eat a little bit before I go. Or I'm going to bring something with me. Bring my water with me if I don't plan to drink. Just having a plan is going to help set you up for success. Or if you, again, miss, don't have your shoes, you're going to the gym. Maybe you head home and then go for a walk instead. Adjust and go with go with the flow as best as you can. And then the last tip I have is having accountability. And that is going to be huge, especially if you're creating more discipline in your life, especially when it comes to fitness and health. Having some sort of tracker is a wonderful, simple thing you can do in your notes on your phone or finding a, you know, even Googling weekly habit tracker. Um, 
I actually have a free one that you can use. It'll be in my show notes. You can download and use that I use with my clients. And it's just so helpful to have different habits in different categories of your life and track it throughout the week and use it each week and kind of see how you do. And it's honestly just so fun. It's almost like getting a gold star. At the end of each week, you're looking at all the bubbles you filled out for your habits, but you can track any way that feels best for you. But that's just a great thing to keep yourself accountable for because repetition is it's going to make permanent so and having a coach like myself I'm a health coach online fitness coach I work with clients on this exact thing self-discipline habits getting into routine but just so helpful to have someone there to support you and guide you and help you along your journey and then the last, like, just tell your family, friends, your coworkers, maybe ask someone to join you on that small habit or weekly challenge that you're doing. That will just create more excitement for yourself and also build build accountability with checking in with each other. And it just makes it that much more fun. So I hope you found some tips with this episode of self-discipline, motivation, and understanding that we can build and flex those muscles. It just takes some time. It takes some time to build that discipline. And I encourage you to, yeah, try out those things that I mentioned today. Share with a friend if you found this helpful or if you think they would find it helpful. Creating self-discipline is going to be what leads you to that long-term success. So at some point in your life, you develop self-discipline, but it comes and goes with our highs and lows of life. So Hopefully you can take some tips away today. And as always, I'm sending you all the love and happiness and I'll see you on the next episode. 